Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. The story you're about to hear was told by Beverly Rich in September at our events at the Grand Imperial Hotel in Silverton and James Ranch, north of Durango, when the theme was water. Thanks to the Silverton Theatre Mind for helping us work with Silverton Storytellers. Beverly feels lucky to have been born in Silverton. Her father was a miner, as was her husband, Bill. Recently retired after being the San Juan County Treasurer for 24 years, she has published several articles on local history and written a fun Silverton guidebook. She lives in a lovely Victorian house, which she has been working on for more than 40 years. Her hobbies include reading, walking, making beer, and serving on a plethora of councils and boards for Silverton. Here's Beverly's story. My name is Beverly Rich, and I was born at the hospital in Silverton on December 8th, 1950. And I'm going to tell you about uh, my version of water, which is snow, as you might imagine, and how it impacted our lives always. Uh, I'm convinced that I walked out, uh, that my mother carried me out of the hospital and I immediately bonded with the mountains and I immediately bonded with snow. And to this day, I love both. And I'm, I'm certainly a mountain person. And I can remember as a child, uh, this was in the 1950s, uh, that um, there, all of us little girls would go to school in our little skirts and galoshes and the snow was deep, and finally my mother said, oh, this is ridiculous, that it's 30 below zero out. Uh, these girls need to be able to wear pants. And so they went to the school board, and guess what? In the 1950s, only in Silverton could girls wear pants. So, yeah, yeah. So my story uh, is going to tell you about a trip that my classmates and I took. Um, I was in junior high, I was about 13, and uh, we had, we played basketball with other teams, and we had uh, gone to a basketball tournament in uh, Olathe. And it uh, was a junior high tournament and a high school tournament. And uh, back in those days, believe it or not, girls didn't play sports, but we got to be cheerleaders. And I was a junior high cheerleader, so we got to go. And back in those days, Silverton didn't have buses either. We went in individual cars driven by our parents. And at that time in our lives, they were probably these giant big station wagons. Uh, that had very little traction. But anyway, so we went over and had our basketball games and we were on our way home. And when we hit Uray, it just started snowing so hard. Just big, big fluffy flakes of snow, just so heavily that we were crawling along in a convoy and probably not doing 10, more than 10 miles an hour, maybe 15. 
and every so often we'd have to stop so that they could, the windshield wipers would not keep up with the snow. They'd have to wipe off the snow off the windshields uh, by hand. And uh, so here we are, we're, we're driving up the road and uh, I was rehearsing my story earlier with a friend and she said, were you worried? And I said, no, we, I wasn't worried, maybe the parents were, but us girls were in the back singing and I pity, pity the poor mothers who have had to do this. 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. Take one down and pass it around and 98 bottles of beer on the wall. And I'm sure none of you have ever heard that song. So, so anyway, we're not at all worried as, as 13, 12 and 13 year old girls. And we're driving up and we've just passed the big old Quonset hut, which was the Idorado dry room, the Idorado mine dry room and the entrance to the portal of the mine there uh, on Red Mountain Pass. And we're just uh, going up the, the mountain, and I don't know whether all of you know it, but there are 36 avalanche areas in 24 miles on Red Mountain Pass. And each one of them has a name. And at this point, uh, the lead car, we were about three cars back, was starting to go up the, the mountain and the Mother Klein slide ran. And it actually hit their car and covered up the hood. Uh, did not push it over the edge, thank goodness. But that meant that we couldn't go any further. So where were we going to go? Well, we went to the Idorado mine and uh, spent the night and uh, at that time, you know, actually Silverton was very forward. We had, certainly had telephones, so everybody was able to call their mom and say they were okay. And uh, so I remember in the dry room, it was where the miners would change their clothes after they came off a shift. And uh, it was made for men, because men were miners at that time. And I can remember us girls just being absolutely scandalized that there were no doors on the stalls. <laughs> and if we had to potty, we had to put, put coats up so that we could hide from everybody. <laughs> and the other thing I remember is the, the older boys, somehow somebody had a pack of cards and they had a great big bag of peanuts and they played poker for peanuts all night. And uh, so that we sort of dozed and tried to stay awake all night, but finally morning came and the snowplow came and we walked out and into a place where only those of you who live where we do know the feeling, the cobalt sky, the absolute blinding white new snow, the, the chill in the air, the coldness in the air where any moisture was turned into diamonds twinkling in the air. 
And we followed that snowplow home to our home. Thanks, Beverly, for telling that story. Our next storytelling event will be a story slam with the theme of family on November 30th at the Sunflower Theater in Cortez and December 1st at the Durango Arts Center. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives event, fill out the contact form on our website at ravennarratives.org. We are currently looking for storytellers for our upcoming events in February of 2019 when the theme will be love. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and share these stories with your friends. Thanks to our photographer, McCarson Lee of Red Scarf Shots. Check out the portraits of our storytellers on the gallery page of the Raven Narratives website, and be sure to visit her website at redscarfshots.com. And thanks also goes to our fiscal nonprofit sponsor, Mancus Valley Resources. Find out more about all the wonderful projects they support in the Mancus Valley of Colorado at mancusvalleyresources.com. The website for buying Raven Narratives tickets, ravennarrativestickets.org, was created by Cortez Web Services. Find out how they can help your business online at cortezweb.com. And finally, our theme music was written, composed, and performed by Jazar. And you can find out more about his music on SoundCloud or at freemusicarchive.org. Music